0: Hello and welcome everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. My name's Tom Butterfield and I'm very, very happy to be your host. So when is the best age to start training to run a marathon or to start a new sport or activity or anything like that? Is it 16, 25, 40, 60? 70. How about even older? Now, if you've ever been told you can't do that at your age, then you're going to want to listen to the story we're going to tell today. I've lost count with the amount of times that people sit down in front of me in my office and attribute their problems to age. They might be in their 40s, 50s, mid-60s, and so on. And I sit there and I listen because that's my job. That's what I do. I listen. And then I say to them, well, you know, yes, your left hip is sore or your right shoulders sore, your ankle or whatever it is, or your low back on on one side is sore. So how old is the other side? You know, the one that doesn't hurt. And I smile because obviously it's a lighthearted comment but it's quite an impactful one. And it's a bit like getting a frying pan between the eyes for some people. It stops them dead in their tracks and you can see their brain cells working overtime to assimilate what just happened because of course, in most cases, because it's not always, (laughs) the other side is the same age. So if that side is not painful and it's not limited, then it can't just be age that's causing the problem. There must be some other variable in play somewhere, mustn't there? In my opinion, blaming things on age is a slippery slope. If we uh, pull this self-limiting belief apart, and it is only a belief that age is the cause of lots of problems, it's not a fact uh, because the definition of a belief is an acceptance that something exists or is true, especially one without proof. So notice how it doesn't mention fact in there. A belief is just a fancy word for opinion, really. Uh, You can believe in aliens, you can believe that your sports team is uh, the greatest team in the world, but it might not be based on fact. By blaming aches, pains, and the need to grunt to get off the sofa, down to uh, good old Father Time. Subconsciously, you're either being told or telling yourself that there's absolutely nothing you can do about it, because we can't do anything about time, can we? Unless we're in, uh, you know, Doctor Emmett Brown's uh, films or anything like that, uh, which are wonderful, by the way. I love those films. If we go with this, the older you get, the worse you get belief. Then. The older we get, the unhealthier we become. Things will hurt more, we'll gain more weight, and our physical fitness will continue to drop through the floor, right? Now, does that happen for everyone? No, it doesn't, does it? Because there's different people of different ages with different fitness and health levels. Now, perhaps it's because the longer we repeat poor health habits, the worse our health becomes. That's a thought, isn't it? So is it possible that repeating healthier physical, psychological and social habits over a long period of time consistently could actually maintain or even improve our health? Huh, that's to think about, isn't it? So perhaps time passing can actually be a positive thing if we use it optimally. So yes, our decisions and actions do actively affect our health every second of every day. Hashtag not news, or it shouldn't be news. Anyway, it should be common sense. But like they say, common sense ain't so common. Uh, So let me tell you a little story about a gentleman called Falja Singh, who after an unfortunate series of family tragedies decided that he wanted to do something, Uh, so he was going to start training for the London Marathon at the tender age of, you can have a guess, what do you reckon? It was at the age of 89. (laughs) He wanted to start marathon training aged 89. He'd seen an interview on the TV and decided that he wanted to do something to help change his life for the better. He actually had no idea really what a marathon was, but it looked interesting. Uh, He got himself a coach and turned up for his first session dressed fantastically in a rather dapper three-piece suit because he had no idea what he was supposed to wear. He wasn't someone who had habitually exercised throughout his life. This was a totally new thing for him. So the first session ended up being the coach taking him shopping to get some appropriate running gear. But once all the kinks had been worked out, he started his training and he completed his first marathon only two months later at the age of 89. He trained for eight weeks and completed a marathon. And I I just find that mind blowing. His coach said that when they first met, it wasn't possible. And no doubt, a vast majority of people that spoke to Mr. Singh agreed and thought it wasn't possible either. But Fauja kept his focus. He was very, very determined, obviously, and he delivered. The next year, he broke the 90 plus world record, marathon world record by 57 minutes. which is unbelievable. And age 92, he ran three marathons in under seven months apart from each other. And he ran a personal best time of five hours and 40 minutes, which I'd be delighted with, by the way. (laughs) Um, I'd be happy to drive that, uh, to be honest with you. And then just to top this off, in April of 2011, aged 100, yes, aged 100, Fauger set age group world records for the 100 metres, 200 metres, 400 metres, 800 metres, the mile, 3,000 metres and 5,000 metres at a track meet in Toronto, Canada. So just a stack of world records there. Uh, But of course, a man like this is not going to be content just with that. So in October that year, he became the first, I have to say this right, centenarian to finish a marathon. Now, Fauger refused to let a limiting belief, which in this case, age, get in the way of him improving himself and achieving massive goals that he set himself. And I genuinely find this one of the most inspirational stories uh, to do with health and exercise and mindset. Uh, And I'm obviously not alone because there's actually a big uh, sort of conversation regarding a a massive Bollywood movie uh, being made about Fauja, who is known as the uh, Sikh Superman. Now, I've got three steps for you to go through with regards to self-limiting beliefs. First of all, before we start anything else, we need to be aware of any self-limiting beliefs because if we're not aware of them, we can't do anything about it from there. These self-limiting beliefs will definitely hold us back from achieving any sort of success that we're craving. And number two, once you're aware of them, is to identify where they came from. Understanding where they came from can help to put them into some kind of perspective. Uh, Did they come from an expert source? Did someone say, no, you should definitely not uh, try doing this because it could seriously damage your health and they've got master's degrees and PhDs in this particular niche area, then perhaps you want to go and research this a little bit more. Or was it from Crazy Larry down the pub? <laughs> Obviously one source is maybe a little bit more reliable than the other. So after we've been aware of them and we realise they're there, then let's um identify where they came from. And then thirdly, we need to take that limiting belief and turn it into a liberating belief. And this can actually help uh, sort of turn the tables uh, and help us to be free from this invisible barrier that's been blocking our path. And we can certainly help show you how to do this in future episodes. So your homework over the next week or so, because we don't want to just give you the information and then you just sit on that. We actually want to give you a way to implement this. So over the next week or so, I'd like you to be on the lookout for any self-limiting beliefs. So become aware of any self-limiting beliefs around you at all. They might be yours. They might be ones you think of or ones that you say, or they might be from someone else. Uh, For example, a family member, a friend, perhaps a work colleague, or perhaps even from Crazy Larry down the pub. So that's your homework, and that's for you to uh, get on with over the next week or so. But in summary, remember that beliefs are just opinions, and they are very rarely based on actual hard evidence. Take your time to become aware of them. Notice them around you and then make a mental note of where they came from and then try and flip them from a limiting belief into a liberating belief. And if you're more interested in how to do that, then feel free to contact us because we actually have a a course which includes how to flip those. So uh, that might be of interest to you. And age is just one of the many limiting beliefs out there. So Become aware of them and don't let them control your life. But thanks for listening and we really hope that you enjoyed the show. We really enjoyed putting it together. But if you do have any questions or you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us on info at elevatehealthuk.com or alternatively, you can find us on our social media channels such as YouTube facebook instagram etc and you'll find all of those social media handles are in the show notes below Uh, but if you do want to help us then perhaps you might want to leave us a cheeky review on apple podcasts by all means feel free to give it the big five stars Uh, if you think it deserves it of course if you give it a one star that's okay too It's the feedback that's really important and that helps us to develop the show and make it that bit better for you all in the future. But thanks again. And remember, get that homework done. See if you can be aware of those liberating beliefs. See if you can identify where they come from and then see if you can flip them into a liberating belief. But thanks again for listening. Take care. See you next time. Bye-bye.